damn it. It was better for like a few minutes. I mean, not a minute. I'm good. I, I was been, been feeling better for a few weeks, and I just totally forgot about the podcast. And now I'm buying a new mic. And I'm going to set up a Patreon tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night. And I'm going to send you a link for the, uh, maybe on the weekend. Because it may be, long. if it's long, I'm going to set it up on the weekend. So, let's do this chapter. Okay, chapter five. It seemed like a long time later when Starflight finally s- slunk back into the main hall with Morrowseer close behind him. Clay couldn't tell whether Starflight had told Morrowseer the truth, that he didn't have visions or read minds. He was just ordinary like the rest of the Dragonettes, but who would be brave enough to tell Morrowseer that? The enormous Nightwing slithered off to the Guardian's cave without a word to Sonny or Clay. Starflight glanced at them, then turned and headed for his sleeping cave. Clay hurried after him. What happened to you? What did he say to you? I'm not supposed to talk about it, Starflight said stiffly. He sat down in the middle of the cave, his wings askew behind him, and started poking through the squirrels on the floor. It's over here, Clay said, nudging a few. A fat scroll with silver letters that had rolled under a sleeping ledge. Starfleet hooked it over with Tauntaun, tucked it up under a wing, and carried it up to his ledge. He curled up with his tail draped and over his nose and started reading. Wow, so it was that bad? Tales of the Nightwings was Starfleet's favorite scroll, and he always read it when he was upset or fighting with one of the other dragonettes. The tip of Starfleet's tail twitched. I have a lot to learn, he said, but you already know everything. You have to be the smartest dragon in all of Pyria. Couldn't you he tell that by reading your mind? Starfleet didn't answer. I thought he liked you. Surely he had some, said something about you great, about what a great and noble dragon you must be, not because you're a Nightwing. A long, tired breath whooshed out of Starflight's snout. Yeah, that's exactly what he told me, actually. Oh, Clay said, well, that's good, isn't it? Did he say when you'll get your powers? Starflight jittered with the scroll, shredding a corner of it between his claws. It's his claw. Clay had never seen him upset enough to, to damage a skull without noticing. He wished he could say something helpful, but he couldn't think, think of a single useful thing to s- s- say uh, about Nightwings. At least you're not a Rainwing, he tried. Did you, did you, Marlseer say anything about Glory? Starflight frowned at him over in the end. Starflight frowned at him over the edge of the rock. Not much. He said, don't worry about the Rainwing. I'll take care of it. Clay felt a cold chill climb up through his spine. His, his, Clay felt a cold chill climb up through the stone floor and spread through his scale. What does that mean? What's he going to do? How should I know, Starflight? Poked 
his nose back. Maybe she'll get to home. Go to go home. She's probably the luckiest of all of us. Impulsive fear pounding into and in Clay's head disagreed. He couldn't see the guardians just releasing glory. Not after all the years of secrecy. We have to go spy on them, he said, jumping to his feet. We have to know they're planning. He stopped halfway out of the cave and stamped one foot in frustration. Oh no, we can't. Marosia will know we're there. Right, Starfly said. He'll hear you thinking all your big, loud, worried thoughts. You know my thoughts. You don't know my thoughts are loud and worrying. Worried, Clay said. Maybe they're quiet and very serene. Starfly snorted with amazement. At the f at the first happy sound he'd, ma he'd made with Maros since Marosia showed up, even though his worry, even though his worry, Clay was displeased. What are you doing? Clay's anxious voice echoed through the across the main hall. What's that for? The heavy tread of of dragon footsteps reached their ears. With with long. With long, along with an uh, ami, with with an ominous, I almost said ambient, clanking. Stop! Wait! You don't have to do that. There was an enormous splash. Clay raced into the big cave with Starflight close behind him. He skidded to a halt, horrified. Kestron and Dune were standing on the bank of a river, holding a length of length of Aryan chain between their talons. Marosia was holding Sunny back as the with his tail as the t tiny golden dragon tried to climb over him. Webs emerged from the river, dragging a, hit, a writhing, hissing ball of scale, blue scales. Kestron June threw the chain around Tsunami's neck and wrapped it around one of her legs. The three guardians hauled her over to one of the rock columns that stretched from the floor to the ceiling, high above. Dune flung the chain around the column twice, binding Tsunami, with barely three steps to move in any direction. Kestrel took two ends of the chain and blasted them with a bolt of flame. The metal melted into a bubbling mass, welded together. Tsunami was trapped. Maybe some other way, time away from the river, how to be grateful for what you have. Crystal growled. It happened so fast. Clay didn't have time to figure out what was happening, let alone stop it, before it was too late. He let out a yell of dismay and charged across the cavern. Let her go. He grabbed the chain and let go at once, hissing with pain at the ceiling. You'll regret this, Tsunami snarled. She clawed the chain around her back leg, pulling it on the tightened rope around her neck. With a hiss, she stopped struggling. When we're free, my family hears about it, and my family hears about it. When the rest of the world finds out you, how you treated us, treated the dragonettes of destiny. All your big dreams of your wonderful family, Kestrel mocked her. They don't care about you. When it's time to fulfill the prophecy, you'll be alive, and the towns of peace will have you. That's all that matters. Why are you doing this, Sunny cried. Tsunami's the good one. Wonderful. If anyone can save the world, it's her. Actually, Tiny Sandwing, the dragonette you should believe in is Starflight over there. 
You know that stuff like still written in place by the sleeping cave. Surf like ducked his head. Nitwings are natural leaders. You do what she says, and you'll be alright. Clay glanced at Clay glanced at over at Starflight and saw Glory standing in the archway of her own sleeping cave. Morosier narrowed his eyes at her. I'll be back tomorrow, he said to the guardians, to make sure that everything has been dealt with. We understand, Kestrel said. Together, she and Dune rolled the boulder aside. Morosir squeezed through the gap and disappeared into the blackness without a backward glance. This is for your own good, Webb said, stopping in front of the tsunami. In front of tsunami, she raked her talons at him, and maybe he and he stepped back. We only want to keep you safe, but maybe this isn't the perfect way, but the dra uh, the dragonettes don't know what's bad for them, Juden said, as the boulder thudded back into place. You need us, whether you like it or not. You were all awful today, Kestrel said. Good, no dinner for any of you. Go to bed, and I don't want to hear a squawk out of anyone until morning. Really? What are you going to do to me? Tsunami challenger. What, what if I feel like singing all night? Then she started howling in her off-key voice. I'm going to sing this when I get my new mic. Oh, the dragonettes are coming. They're coming to save the day. They're coming to fight for they know what's right. The dragonettes, hooray. Your fault, Dune snarled at webs. I told you not to teach them that horrible bar sound. Oh, the dragonettes are coming. Tsunami bellowed. Tsuna bellowed even louder. We have more chains, Kestrel yelled in her ear. We can throw one around your snout if you like it. Look, like me to force you to be quiet. Tsunami paused, glaring at her mutinously. Then took another breath and opened her mouth. Or we could ch chain up one of your friends, Kestrel offered. Uh, this is the part where I'd be stupid as hell. And just say, me, I want to be chained up. <laughs> Kestrel offered. And perhaps Clay would like to spend the night hanging from a stalactite. So you have some company out here. Clay shifted uneasily on his feet, wondering if there was anywhere he could hide out of Kestrel's reach before she could grab him. I would be like such an idiot. I'd be like, me, chain me up. I have never been arrested, or I, I have also never been a dragon. I'm, I'm a human in a soul of a, dra I'm a human soul in a body of a dragon. What the hell is wrong with me? Well, how did I get this way? What the? F <laughs> Tsunami snapped her jaws shut and laid down with her head turned. Why have I not even wondered about this before? I'm such a goddamn idiot. Her head turned away from all of the dragons. Her guts, gills, guts fluttered furiously. Ugh. Her gills fluttered furiously, but she kept quiet. Much better, Kestrel said. She stomped her t t her t off to her tunnel, her red scales flaring brightly in the fire's reflection. 
Webbs followed her with his wet tail, leaving a darker trail with his wet tail, leaving a darker trail behind him. Sunny pounced on Dune's tail before he could go after them. Please don't leave her like this, she said. I know you're not that mean. Dune shook her off. We're doing what we have to do. He went to the others. And as soon as they were gone, Clay tried tugging on Tsunami's chain again. They were hopelessly strong. Clay, stop, Tsunami whispered. You know what you have to do. Go quickly. Clay shivered, dreading the cold water. But she was right for this first time. Spying on the guardians was really important. He ran over to the river and dove in. Though the water he through the water he could hear the muffled <laughs> echo of Sunny's nervous squeak as he swam against the current uh, on the rock wall. Soon, without Tsunami's glow in the dark scale to guide him, it took longer than usual to find the gap that led through to the other cave. But finally, he, he felt open space under his claws, and he ducked in and squeezed through. His heart was hammering in his chest as he popped through the cave, into the cave. Slowly, he paddled to the surface and poked his earrings out into the air. This wasn't the loud confrontation they had heard this night. This time, the three dragonets were huddled around the fire, whispering. None of them glanced at the reverse clay for floated frozen. When is tomorrow? Webbs Pistoling toward the fire, faking his tails even brighter red. He'll be back by mid midday. It has to be done by then. His tail was coiled in a tight knot outside. He doesn't want to see her again. Clay clenched his talons under the water. They had to be talking about glory. Well, I'm not doing it, Webb said. Dune shot him a withering look. No one thought you would, even though this is all your fault, said Kestrel. I think we... I still think we need five of them. Web snapped. What's he going to do about that? He'll never find us, this guy winked. Kessel said, properly this time. No colorful substitutions. They all went quiet for a moment, staring into the fire. So how and when? Dune said in his no-nonsense military voice. Drowning would be the simplest. He let it rip. I joined the Sounds of Peace to stop killing I won't argue with Marl's here, but I'm not doing it myself. It has to be me, Kestrel said in choked, tense voice. She's just a ranger, but she might get away from you. He nodded at Dune's fisty, missing foot, and the long scar that ran through his mangled wing. But you can go through with it, Webbs asked. It isn't too much like, I mean... We all know what happened. That was totally different, Kestrel snapped. Glory's just a rain wing. I don't care about her. I don't even like her. She blasted a wall of flames at the fire so it blazed up. If you're sure, Webb started, I'll do it tonight while she's sleeping, Kestrel said. Then I can get there and break her neck before the others know what I'm doing, especially with the bossy one safely chained up. Tsunami's the only one who could stop me. Shudders of horror were running through Clay so violently that she was, she was afraid one of the big dragons would notice the waves on the water. He began paddling softly backward, but froze when he heard his name. 
Not clay? He might try at least. Definitely not. He'll definitely try. Dumb as a rock, but he's devoted to the other four. And he's not natural. That much loyalty in dragon, Dean said. Especially to dragons outside your tri own tribe. I can handle them, him, Kestrel said. Even if he finally gets mad like he wanted to, there's nothing he to stop me. Clay heard Heather enough. He sank down below the surface and turned toward the gap in the wall. What can, what, what will we, what, 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 what do we do? What can we do? What can I do? There's no time. How do I save her? And now it's chapter six and I'll do one tomorrow. So, bye.